Gossip is everywhere. It is everywhere. It's on television. It's online. It's everywhere. It's through text messages, phone calls. You know, you could be enjoying your day, minding your business, and someone calls you and tells you about somebody else's business. Have you ever had the opportunity to tell somebody else's business and you're like, okay, I know I shouldn't say this. I know I should not do this. Those are the moments that we have to be extremely careful. We have to be extremely careful because you know what? We live in an environment where gossip is pretty much is standard. People want to know the tea. And it's so weird that it's called tea because tea is something that is very medicinal. Tea is something that is healing. Tea is something that is warm. Tea is something that helps you when you are having a stressful day or going through hard times. But it's not tea. It's not healthy. It's poisonous. And from this, we can kind of understand the power of words to take one word and have that word completely misused to turn that entire word into a misnomer. Have you ever been in a room where, okay, you have been invited into that space for one thing? If you were to go into a room and someone says, hey, you know, we're, we're going to meet today and we're going to put our vision boards together. And then you get in the room, right? You have your board, you have your marker, you've cut out all your pictures and everything from your, uh, from your Ebony and Essence magazines, things you want to see on your vision board. You printed stuff offline, you got your glitter and you get in there and sit down and you're, you think you're getting ready to talk about how to build on your future, how to have a better life. And you get in there and it is nothing like you thought it would be. People are just tearing people apart, gossiping left and right, sharing information. Have you ever been in that environment? Under any circumstance. We have to learn how to. Control. Our thoughts. Everything that we think. Doesn't need to be said. Everything that is said. Doesn't need to be repeated. And so we then have to watch ourselves. And we have to watch who we group our actual selves with. Who are your friends? Who are your co-workers? Who are you com uh, communi communicating with in the workplace? What family member do you call on when you're going through difficult times? We have to be very careful because a lot of times... And we talked about jealousy and envy last week. Jealousy and gossip 
They sit right next to each other. A lot of times, jealousy will come in the room first. And after jealousy comes into the room, gossip will come into the room. The reason gossip comes into the room is uh, it, it works as a, as a cloak, as a covering. So if there's an individual who's sitting in the room who feels naked spiritually, okay, because they are unemployed, because they are single, or because they are married and not happily married, because they are, uh, it could be anything really, because they don't have the car they want to have, because they are, don't live in the community they want to live in. Because they had an event and that event didn't go the way they wanted it to go. Now they need a covering. And so they begin to cloak themselves, to cover themselves, to dress themselves in certain kinds of spirits. And one of the main spirits that people will dress themselves in is gossip. They'll put it on. And while they'll put it on, while they put it on, they'll want you to put it on. People don't ever want to do bad alone. People want to pull people into doing wrong with them. So now they have on the covering of jealousy and they have the okay on jealousy because everybody in the room is doing that same thing. People don't like it when there is a person in the room who says, you know what? We are not about to sit here and run through everybody. We're not going to sit here and talk about everybody. People do not like it when there is an individual in the room who is spiritually dressed with the covering that God has given them. When you say, no, 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 I don't need to gossip because of Romans 8 and 28. All things work together for the good of them that love the Lord and are called by his purpose. People will cover themselves. And if you go back and read Genesis and you see the fall of man with Adam and Eve, the first thing they do is cover themselves. After they sin, they felt naked, and so they covered themselves. And so there are things in our life that cause us to feel exposed. Have you ever felt exposed? Come on now, we've all had a situation in our lives where we could have done better. And someone has come to us and said, you know what? The way you behaved, the way you acted, that was wrong. That was out of order. That was unjust. Those are natural moments. Those are human moments. And the thing that makes us decent human beings, the thing that makes us righteous is when the spirit of God comes into our life and calls on us to do better and we begin to do better. We make the adjustment because there's a, there, there's, there's an embarrassment that comes with being called out and you have a very short moment where you can say, you know what? I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. Thank you. I don't need you to tell me not to gossip. Thank you. I'm good. Or you can take that embarrassing moment. And you can adjust and grow. And that is how we, that's how we rise. That's how we become better people. Making the adjustments. Who you are at 35 should not be the same person you were at 25. 
who you are at 55 should not be the same person you were at 45. And we go into these rooms, we go into these gatherings, and there are people who are unwilling to let go of the decades behind them and grab a hold to what God has for them in the future. We have to be very, very, very careful with gossip because it's messy. It gets on everything and everyone. And once it's out, you can't put it back in. You want once gossip has spilled out onto the floor, you you can't you can't pick it back up. Once that glass has broken, you can't fix that glass. Only God can fix that. Once you've damaged your relationship with somebody by the hand of gossip, it will take years for you to fix it. Once you've hurt somebody's heart, once someone has hurt your heart, right? By the words that are being said, that is hard to fix, right? That's hard to fix. And that's why gossip, it swims underneath the water. It swims so low under the water because people know, they know that the things are being said should not be said in the daylight. They know that the things that are being said are wrong. Girl, guess who just got divorced? Wait a minute. Wait, where, where are we? Where, where are we going with this conversation? Man, yo, man, guess what? Guess what I heard, man? Guess who's pregnant, man? Wait, wait a minute. Where, brother, sister, where are we going with our discussions? Gossip carries you to a place. You will gossip and gossip and gossip and end up in a place spiritually and you don't even know how you got there because it is the spirit of the evil one that drags us into an environment that we never intended to be on, be in. And sin, as we said earlier, it has a way of growing and you can always identify who the individual is in your life that has the spirit of gossiping, has the problem, has the condition, has the sickness. And I'm not talking about spreading the good news. I'm not talking about spreading the gospel. I'm talking about gossip. We all know who the individual is in our life who gossips. Because they will come to you with other people's business. And then you begin to tell that individual your business because they're telling you so much information. Now you say, well, I guess I got to tell them something. And then they take the, the, the words that you have given them. And they go across town and they begin to share your business. When someone comes to you and they begin to share all of someone else's business with you, stop them. 